Welcome to the Cover 3 U College Football Degenerates podcast. We are back and live after a year of COVID. And man, it's good to be back. Not only are we back, but we are back with all three college football degenerates. Pat Stein, the Notre Dame Irish fan. Phil Carpenter, the Michigan Wolverine fan. Let's go. And myself, the Virginia Tech Hokie football fan. We are back, boys. Let's go. What are we doing? Are we betting some games or what? Well, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit here, go through uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook, who has the lines out. We're going to run through them and uh, basically just call out some games I find interesting and see if anybody wants to put up money against any of the other and we bet five bucks a game five typically a, game. a couple of years ago, and 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 if I'm not mistaken, I won the most games, right? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it is true. We we yeah. could always hey five bucks is just the usual. If we if we feel really strongly about it, we go up to ten. Yeah. I don't know what do you guys feel. Like? I, I I feel like what we should do is kind of make it just a an open ended bet. <laughs> but I'm gonna kick your that, ass. We we could get carried away, but yes, I, I kind of enjoy it. So, uh, college football's here, boys. You know, we had some games this Saturday. Uh, we just finished our NFL draft. Here's uh, some some friends of ours. And, and now we are heading into the official week one of college football. And games kick off. I think there's a game on Wednesday, but we're going to start kicking off with games on Thursday. Phil, what, what do you see in the lineup of matchups and lines that – intrigue you the most to start off the college football uh football business of uh betting here well first i'm excited and it looks like we have a pretty nice decent little slate on thursday to look at um the first one that kind of caught my eye was thursday at 7 30 p.m we have east carolina first appalachian state and the spread is appalachian state minus 10 and a half interesting you know, Appalachian State's one of them programs that came into uh, the, you know, D1 level, right? The 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 college yeah, football. Yeah, they came into the FBS level not long ago. What, five, six years ago? Something like that? And, you know, they've been known to give some Power 5 teams a scare. You know, I, I remember them I, going to they, Nashville. I remember them beating Michigan's ass. <laughs> that was the same day uh, some asshole from I, that, the Sox threw a no-hitter for the Orioles. <laughs> and, well, I'm not going to throw the last part out there. I got in a bit of trouble going WU that night. <laughs> didn't even happened? go. Didn't even go out that night because Appalachian State beat Michigan that day. Hey Phil, you gotta give us cliff notes. Well, marijuana is legal. <laughs> 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 I'm moving along. We're not gonna. We're already. But point, and back then, Does anybody like Appalachian State? Appalachian State wasn't in in, in the FBS at that time. Ten and a half points to East Carolina. I'll take Appalachian State. And ten and a half points. Just throwing the hammer yeah, down. I, I will take, I will take the Mountaineers giving ten and a half points. I mean, I think I would too. East Carolina has been struggling a long time the last several years in college football. I'm going to stay they away beat from Tech it. a few years ago. East Carolina, that was a 2006 15. I, mean, I feel like I kind of have. That was, a while, that was six Carolina. years ago. Right, I'm talking. We're moving. About, we're moving to the next game. All right, what else you got? All right, next game, Thursday at 8 p.m., we have Ohio State at Minnesota. Give me the Gophers and 13 and a half. 13 and a half is the spread here, of course, in Ohio State's favor. I will take the Gophers and 13 and a half points. Ohio State breaking in a new quarterback? Yeah. Uh, and, and a whole new defense, too. And you got P.J. Fleck doing things in Minnesota. You said P.J. Fleck was overrated. I did, actually. You did? Yeah, I I've think he's never overrated. Said that. 
right. row the boat. Isn't that the row the boat guy? Yeah. Where is that game? Is it Ohio State or At is it Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah, 13 Minnesota. and a half. Thursday I'll night. take the Buckeyes in 13 and a half. All right, so I've got Maybe Minnesota. this kid's legit. What's his name? CJ Stroud? Yeah, he, he looks legit. I was telling uh, Tony tonight. I said, hey, if there's a fucking freshman starting four quarterback at Ohio State, I'm sure that kid's pretty good. I mean, it wasn't too long ago, two years ago, guys. We were talking about Minnesota maybe making it to the college football playoff. That was so much fucking hype. Right. I, I, I apologize for I, Give me Minnesota. I want in on that action. You want Minnesota too? I want Minnesota right. as well. So I'm times two. Yeah. Hey. I like it. Funny thing is, going into this whole podcast, I was Paper, actually, right? Is that yeah. what we used to call it back in the day? Paper. Put on paper. All right. I'm skipping over Michigan. We're not going to talk about them this week. No, we are. Because I, <laughs> I, I think Michigan deserves a little bit of a larger conversation there, Phil. Well, they do. <laughs> they, they definitely do. Cade so, McNamara, I, you know, I'm just a little nervous for the season. Cade McNamara, I think, is going to be a pulse. And I'm sure they will dominate Western Michigan. Spread 17. Is that a, is that a Saturday game? That's a Saturday noon uh, game, noon kick. We jumped to Saturday. Okay, so um, I'll take uh, – I'll take Michigan covering that as well. Yeah, me as well. I actually want to go back to Thursday. Because back in the day, remember, gentlemen, how we always used to uh, pick on Bowling Green? I know what you're going to talk about. (laughs) Right? We have Tennessee hosting Bowling Green Thursday night. You got Tennessee bringing in Josh Heupel after the uh, AD and all kinds of shit went down in Tennessee in the offseason, right? So, I mean... What do you all think about this particular game? Tennessee breaking in a transfer quarterback from Virginia Tech, Hendon Hooker, which is probably a good Hendon fit. Hooker I remember that, dude. Tennessee. You got it. Hendon Hooker is he now He balled out sometimes. I remember he balling out was against Miami. Yeah, he balled out a, a few good times during the COVID season, and if it wasn't for Braxton Burmeister uh, having his toes stepped on by an offensive lineman during practice and getting his toes broken, then um, you know Hinton Hooker came in and did very well at Virginia Tech and and had a good good he was season, recruited. good season running and throwing the ball. So yeah, it's interesting to see Tennessee with that new quarterback and Hinton Hooker. Uh, Bowling Green coming in town. Bowling Green's a hot garbage I, again. It looks like. Yeah, I don't know, but. And then, 34 point dogs against Tennessee. And Bowling Green has a former offensive coordinator from Virginia Tech, Scott Leffler, still at the head coaching. And job. I think Is Brian Van Gorder's still at Bowling Green, right. too. So Those are the two favorite whipping boys of this whole podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. I apologize to both you gentlemen. No, 34, 34 is the spread in favor of Tennessee. Give me Bowling Green. What? Give me yeah. Bowling Green. To I'll take 34. That. This is an unprecedented move, I feel like. That's I mean, why I brought this. I'll game take up. Tennessee I, to cover this. You know what? I'm not going to take. I would. I was not going to take the bet, but just because I'm interested now, you guys have my interest. <laughs> I want to see this Bowling Green Tennessee game. It's at eight, eight o'clock. We'll see if it's on TV. Unlike the New Mexico State UTEP, UTEP game today, which we were pretty upset about. But yeah, I will say I don't see how Tennessee scores 34 points. That's my only thing. Tennessee has struggled. Well, against have, everybody in the last couple of years, so it's going to be interesting. You're saying that Hendon, what's his name? I'm sorry. Hendon Hooker. All I know Hendon? is I'm ha- Hendon. 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 H-E-N-D-O-N. You got it. Hendon. 
I'm happy to get 34 points in a game. I'll give up five, or actually, this is 10 bucks for me, I guess, right? 34 points is a lot of points. That but I saw tonight, like, fucking Hawaii got curb stomped. Yeah. By UCLA. I mean, teams, teams get curb stomped. Bowling yeah. Green's probably going to get curb stomped. I think it might be by about 33. I just can't believe you guys both bet on them. I don't know how many times you bet on them last year. Well, I bet against them or every two years single ago. time. Yeah, so you saying. got you got Bowling Green. Yeah, I, I got, got Tennessee Green. covering the thirty four. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, I like <laughs> it. Phil, season. Phil, you covering the thirty four with Tennessee? Or, or I guess you... I'm going to give you guys action. I think it's fine. I think it's good, right. for, the, good for the brand. Yeah, I love it. Paper, screw the shit. Double paper. All right, what else we got, Phil? Come, we, we, that's a Thursday night game at eight. Do we have any other games on Thursday that um, intrigue you that you want to talk about? I think so. I'm sure I probably missed one because I'm. I might have had a few adult colas. Um, but I think we really need to move to Friday just so we can get this out of the way for you, Jameson. We got UNC and Butch Davis traveling to Blacksburg. You mean Mac Brown. Mac Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. They don't, they don't tell me the fucking coaches on this app. <laughs> If they did, I'd probably sound like a genius. I would go over here and grab a beer while Jameson sums this goddamn game up. Well, that's a 6 o'clock Six kick. 6 o'clock start. Tar Heels are ranked 10th in the country. A lot of hype behind North Carolina with Mac Brown. I will say this. Mac Brown has... Anyone, anyone want one? I'm good. Mac, Mac Brown has over-impressed me. More than I ever thought he would there at North Carolina. He's turning things around, has a great recruiting classes coming in. Sam Howell, one of the best quarterbacks in the country, not just in the ACC. Here's the thing, though. Sam Howell has to replace all the skilled players, running back, receiver. So he's having to get adjusted to all the players he's getting the ball to. And he's coming into Lane Stadium week one. And Justin Frente has a record of competing very well in week one games. He just knows how to prepare for them prepare for them well uh with that being said it's a five and a half spread is that right virginia five and a half right here virginia tech very very good in all their ones they don't have a lot of depth if anybody gets hurt and we dive into our twos we're going to be struggling but i think virginia tech covers in lane stadium while sam howell adjusts to his new skill players at running back receiver and who he's going to get the ball to i take virginia tech to not win the game, they have a good chance of winning the game. I think they could win the game, but I think they're going to keep it within a field goal. Well, I'll tell you who won't be out there, Butch Davis. Who <laughs> will be out there, Mac Brown, and they're going to be laying the wood. Oh, hot Interesting. They got a top 10 ranking. I've never seen them that high. Have they ever been that high preseason? I mean. Can't be, right? No. I can't remember the last time North Carolina's been ranked in the top 10, but also keep in mind that North Carolina defense, even though they've had a lot of high recruiting classes and they have one of the best quarterbacks in college football, they did give up over 40 points to a lot of mediocre players last year, uh, teams last year, including Wake Forest, Virginia Tech. They don't have a defense. They, they give up 40 all the time, and they even gave up over 40 or 50 to Florida State, I think, last year as well. So... I think they it's lost to Florida State last year. They did, yeah. and I think North Carolina, while they are good, they're a little overhyped, and it's going to be a shootout in Blacksburg. Tech keeps it within three. I'm thinking like within forty-one We're thirty-eight. Lose like the last second second field goal. Forty-one thirty-eight. Shoot shootout, something like that. So give me the Hokies. I'm going to stay away from this game myself. But Phil, what do you think? 
Oh, I'll take I'll take Jamison's money all day long okay. here with UNC. So you're gonna take UNC giving up five and a half? Yep. All right. Give me the Hokies. Let's go. Inner Sandman. After a COVID year, bring it on. I will say this. North Carolina will be a lot better in October. Moving on. It looks like next game on the slate I have for Saturday at noon. Can I, if we're moving on to Saturday, can I throw in another Friday game real quick? Absolutely. How about ODU and Wake Forest? Right? Wake Forest. <laughs> it's a 31-point spread. Right, my point. <laughs> Wake Forest is favored by 31. Does anyone want to take Wake I'll take ODU. Give me 31 points. That's a high I, spread for Wake. I actually don't hate that. I might have to travel to West Virginia to bet that. Because <laughs> you can't bet on Virginia teams in Virginia. That is a lot of points. Old Dominion is not – I mean, I don't know enough about them, but I, they're not a bad program. No. Wake Forest is – they're not program. world beaters, are they? No. I mean, 31 points, that's a lot of points. Clawson's a great coach. Four touchdowns and a field goal, buddy. Yeah. I think uh, Hartman's still at Wake Forest, right? The quarterback that's been there for a while at Wake. I think he's still there, Sam Hartman. Yeah, that's the kid I was talking about. So Sam Hartman's still at Wake Forest. He has some really good receivers to throw the ball to. I think a lot of people, a lot of the the experts out there are predicting that Wake Forest is going to be able to score points this year. Now, whether they can be ODU, I don't know shit about ODU. By 31. By 31 is – I like the ODU. I'm on the ODU. If anybody ODU. Knows. I know you are, too. You brought it up. ODU is also going through a coaching change. So yeah. Oh, it sounds like you're talking into back. Give me a wake. All right. Double, give me a wake. Double paper. Double paper. Like give me a wake. I like it. Hey, I'm glad Do you want. You want to talk game. about that Michigan State-Northwestern uh, uh, game on Friday night at 9 o'clock in the Big Ten, or do you want to jump on? No. Three-point spread. Hey, it's close. What is that one to pick them, but I mean, I would take Northwestern all day with that, personally. At home, yeah. Michigan State really underpressed the last couple of years, right? Oh, you know, they've they're, been, they're they've supposed been to terrible be. the last few years. You want me to sum up Michigan State over the last few years? Please do. Dog shit. <laughs> there you go. Dog. Give me Michigan State to, 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 to win, to, to cover the to three. To cover the three points. And win the game. But Ooh, just to cover it. the three for money purposes. I'm staying away from that game. I don't All like right, it. I'll take Northwestern there, too. Action. Action on the paper so there. you have Northwestern minus three. We got to get this thing moving along. We still got a lot of big games to talk about. Well, we're going into Saturday now. Let's go. What Saturday games right, do we have, Skip Phil? over this Oklahoma game. Pat, no, you stop. we can talk about Oklahoma. We can't talk about all these games. We'll be here forever. Nate, let's just roll through them. A rattler, rattler, rattler in Oklahoma definitely beats Tulane by over 26.5 for sure. Oh, 100%. I'm not betting on Tulane, but I'd like to see it a closer game than that personally. Yeah. Now, here's a good one. Spencer Rattler be my first pick in the draft tomorrow night in the college fantasy football draft. I'm excited about that. Rattler is a Heisman fa- favorite for Oklahoma. Now we have the 12 p.m. kick between the Penn State Nittany Lions, ranked 19th in the country coming into the season, going to the 12th ranked Wisconsin Badgers. That's a four-and-a-half spread in favor of Wisconsin. Oh. What do you see there? I honestly don't. I don't know enough to comment, really. Like, I, I think going into – Madison, Wisconsin, that's a tough place to play. I think they're well-coached. They're well-organized unit every year. Big offensive lineman, strong defense. Quarterback's looking good this year. Muck it up. What's that guy's name? Graham Metz? 
Mertz. Mertz. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think. I mean, that guy, slice and dice, and I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen any of them, so I don't know. I, I will say thoughts. this: James Franklin. What's the spread? James Franklin, hell of a recruiter, not the greatest coach when it comes to in-game situations. It's like Kirby Smart. Yeah, and, and the spread is four and a half in favor of Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin wins by ten points. If anybody wants wow, to, you're gonna take that line. I, I'll take that. Well, no, I I, I'm Wins. saying they cover would, the four and a half. They I would they take cover Wisconsin the Wisconsin and four and a half points. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Do we have any action? Phil, you like Penn State, Phil. You're on the spot here, buddy. Oh, you know what? I will take that. I want to watch that game. That's one of the games I'm most excited to watch actually this weekend. And that's a Big Ten game. Yeah, and I mean, that's, there, right? you know, 19 Penn State at number 12 Wisconsin. I love it. With four and a half, that's a lot of points in an opening, opening Big Ten game right there. Penn State looking to break Not in. Not whenever you're mucking it up. <clears throat> that's what I'm right. saying. Wisconsin, I don't think they're going to muck it up. Penn State <laughs> looking to break Wisconsin in. Wisconsin is the epitome of mucking it up. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to go two tight ends on <laughs> stop. They're going to put put a goddamn fullback out there. We haven't seen a fullback in fucking four years. I love it. Throw Ben Mason out there. Penn State is uh, trying to break in quarterback Sean Clifford. I, I do think there's something there with him, but I don't think they they cover against Wisconsin. Sean so. Clifford played last year. So you're on Wisconsin yeah, yeah, minus he, four and a half. You're right, good? Yeah. All right. Me too. We have double paper on that one. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, I look for him to keep it with that four and a half. There's a couple more good big games we got to talk about, so we got to do we do have to keep it moving. We got to go Michigan and Western Michigan. We already talked about that, Patrick. What? I mean, I don't did we? Yeah, we did. We no, jumped. No, you at... brought it up, and then I brought you back to Friday. We didn't actually <laughs> go to bed because I take Western Michigan covering seventeen. Oh, I wouldn't hate that. I don't know. Because we actually didn't go into the game. We did. We did. I think this Western Michigan game, I'm not excited about. Michigan's going to blow them out probably by three to four touchdowns. 17's probably a little light. I'll take Western Michigan. I think Western Michigan's going to come out and lay the hammer a little bit. Well, give me the action then. All right. Action. Harbaugh's going to come out and actually, I'm sure Paul Feinbaum's talking shit on Michigan here. Noon kick in Ann Arbor, Michigan Stadium. There you have it. We got action. I was going to tell you. We haven't talked about this game yet, Jameson. We briefly I don't know shit it. about Western Michigan. I, and Jim Harbaugh has been pissing me off a bit. But he keeps recruiting. So so what's going to happen with him? Jameson, you want any action on this before we get into no, the I don't want. No, I don't want to touch that game. I don't okay. I don't have a rant. I'm, I too, think I'm Mich- too drunk. To, I'll, I'll probably say something I'll regret on this podcast. So that's like why what? I'm like, I'm, I know, just holding it close to the vest. Like, I'm just tired of mediocrity. I'm tired of not being beaten fucking Ohio State, you know, every year, just getting trounced. Losing fucking heartbreakers. <laughs> I, I, you know, this team, I'm just fucking fed up with them, actually. I'd rather learn more about Bowling Green. Like, let's Bowling- see. Let's see. They, they're going to have to win a fucking few games before I start even – Talking about him, giving him recognition on this podcast. We should go out to a Bowling Green game. I think it'd be a fucking blast. <laughs> Probably what five hours? Yeah, 
If that. <laughs> Let's go out there. Let's, Let's fucking camp. Right? Let's not even spend the money on a goddamn hotel. Let's just <laughs> fucking camp. Well, heck, all your boys. What, what are your guys? Your boys' name? Van Gorder and Leffler. Scott Leffler. Scott yeah. Leffler. Van Gorder so and Scott Leffler. I will wear the a Van Gorder fucking thing over my. Well, I don't know if Van Gorder's still there. I know Scott Leffler is. I think Scott Leffler. I, mean, I, don't know. Van... I don't know how Cover 3 you turned into a podcast where we just bash Ball and Crane. Van Gorder should just be fucking buried alive. All right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Do you see any? Do you see any other games before the three thirty Chick Fil A Chick Chick Fil A Chick Fil A Chick Fil A kickoff game? I don't even think we can publish this. Uh, no. this <laughs> Chick Fil A kickoff game. No, no. Alabama, no, Miami. I, this is pure gold. Three thirty. The Tide against the Canes. Alabama favored by 18 and a half. Give me the Canes. In Atlanta. Give me the Canes and 18 and a half points. King from Miami, quarterback, talking a lot of trash heading into this game. Making a lot of money, too. He's making a lot of money. So, I will say this. How's he making so much money? Name, image, and likeness. Who signed him? I mean, he's got a. I mean, they're just fucking throwing in dollars down there in South, South, Southeast Florida, brother. Oh, don't tell me Notre Dame don't have any money to spend. Oh, well, it's not necessarily the university itself. I mean, they it's have like boosters the, and all kinds of shit coming in. They all have right. money coming in. So I, I like the name image like this. That's another I, podcast, I, probably. No, I, and I completely agree. I mean, shit, if you want to go out and sign autographs right. for $500, a, $500 an hour, fuck, do it. Airport. Yeah, absolutely. I will say this. Derek King from Miami, he doesn't do the best of pushing the ball downfield. I feel like he needs to get out of the pocket, scramble a little bit, throw the ball on the run. I think he's going to have a hard time doing doing that against Alabama. With that being said, Alabama has a lot of talent coming on – or, excuse me, Miami has a lot of talent coming in on defense. Miami's I, good, man. That I think can hold Alabama – I think under Miami's three touchdowns. I do. I do. I think. I think Miami may win the coastal this mm-hmm. year in the ACC. Do you think they're good enough to cover against? Alabama? I do. Hundred percent. I do. I got Miami. Plus I got Miami. Miami. That's a lot of points. Is. That game Come on, up. I don't think I can. A lot of people are saying uh, Alabama. Are gonna... Maybe that's something I need to go ahead and just bet. It's interesting because I do. I think <laughs> there's a lot of people out there who would take Bama in a heartbeat to cover this eighteen and a half. But not at this table. You know, here, you know, here's the one thing I'm worried about. I, mean, I was like, oh, yeah, that people are, you know, doubting us. Look, come out there and just 42, 43 yeah. point win. The Man. game will be over by the beginning of the second quarter. Well, you the know, thing is, you assholes, you assholes have heard me talk about I don't think multiple times on this podcast about, oh, you know, Alabama plays this tough out of conference schedule, things like that. Yep. But wait, look where they're playing. They're playing in fucking Atlanta. Right, you know, it's a drive for them to get there. You know, they never go out of their footprint, never. And I don't know. I just think they're pussies, but you, whatever. You, you, you are consistent. Still talking shit on their schedule because I do remember yeah. that quite clearly. <laughs> um, but I mean, this is a tough game to open up with. It's, it's a tough game it's, for it's Miami. One of the, it's one of the better games of the slate. This Alabama breaking in a new quarterback. They got a, a Heisman Trophy winner at Their receiver. They're replacing making a, what a million dollars or something this year. Some shit I have like no that. idea. But give me Miami to cover the. I think Miami I think keeps we also, it within. I think we all took it. Seventeen. Okay. Is that a lock? That's where I. I, I think I should automatically fade it. Probably. 
Yeah. I think so. Because... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all this. I like there's I'm probably going to be there's either. probably going to be four people that listen to this. It's going to be the three of us and then Lou. What's up, Lou? What's up, Lou? So I, I'll say this: I will take Miami, and I will bet twenty bucks that they cover the spread. Personally, I, yeah, I'm I'm there so with Lou, you. Lou, I think there's a lot of people. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people out there that would take that bet, but nobody here at this table. Ironically enough, I mean. I don't, I, I, I look. Alabama's just like they turn talent in and out and in and out. And even though they're replacing a the Heisman winner in the receiver position and they're replacing a the quarterback, shady shit going on down they're there. They're still the number awesome. one, number one ranked team in the country. Nick Saban doing his thing, but I do think Miami manages to keep this within seventeen or eighteen and a half as a spread. But I think they lose by like 13, 17 points. Um, any other games we got? Look, what about this three thirty game? Big Ten action. The Actually, before we get to the Big Ten, why don't we go Miami of Ohio against Cincinnati? 13, or excuse me, 23 points. Over Miami, Ohio? Yeah, that's that's easy. Cincinnati all day. I'll take Miami of Ohio. Okay, give me action. All right. I think Cincinnati is on the up and up, and there's a reason they're the 18th team, or the 8th team ranked in the country heading into this season. 330 kick, Indiana 17th ranked Hoosers against the 18th ranked Iowa Hawkeyes in Iowa City. In Iowa, Iowa is favored by three and a half. The Hoosers coming around the last couple of years. They had that great win to open the season, I think, against Penn State, if I'm not mistaken, not too long ago. Iowa big on defense. Who do you have here? Do you have Iowa winning by more than a field goal against the Hoosers? I'll tell you one thing I have right here. Give me some Big Ten football action. Here, Give me though. some of the another, – another great game. This is going to be a classic muck-it-up game. It's <laughs> early in the season. You know, they, they first game on the road in Iowa. Indiana's got a little offensive power. Iowa's favored by three and a half right here, but I'm more interested in the over-under. Saying forty six, that's a. I yeah. see this more of like a twenty fourteen game, twenty seventeen, maybe twenty ten. So you're taking the under on. This I'm one. going under forty six. I would. If anybody wants that smoke, I would buy into that. I'm gonna stay away from the actual spread on this one, but I agree with you guys about the over under. I think that's think. that's the play to. That's the play to look at. Here. I like that one a lot. 3.30 p.m. kick. West Virginia goes to College Park, Maryland to face the Maryland Terrapins. West Virginia favored by three points. Who do you all have there? I think that's a little interesting game. Two teams who are in re- rebuilding stages, but they either need to turn the corner now. If not, then, you know, some coaches' jobs may be on the line. Shit, you, I mean. Do West you think Ver- West Virginia takes that turn up with with uh, the coach from, uh, previous coach Neil from Brown's Troy? Obvious. Neil uh, Brown's a great coach, yeah. yeah oh, Neil Mac Brown's, Brown's brother. Yeah. Oh, just bring him back to Mac Brown. <laughs> Neil Brown, though, who's co- who is he the coach of? West Virginia came from oh. Troy, built the Troy program. He's in year three at West Virginia. After a COVID year, he's been rebuilding. He's had some recruiting. I still think they're garbage, personally. I think, man, this is a this is a toss up game to me. But 
if I had to bet on it, I would take Maryland. I'm tending to agree with you, but I think Neil Brown's a hell of a lot better better coach than Mike Loxley. Um, And my thought here is I think Maryland has better skill talent on the outside, but I think West Virginia is going to win the game probably by 10 points. Give me Maryland. I'm a WVU here. Mainly, I mean, Maryland, they, I think they're fast starters usually. They get out to a good start, but I don't think they've faced anybody WVU's caliber. Yeah. First game right out of right out of the jump. Uh, give me, yeah, give me WVU on this one. So is that me and you against yep. uh, Jameson? Double or? paper. Double paper. You just hate, that's just your hatred from WVU coming out on a draft night. Oh, you got it. Yeah, that's 100%. I understand. 100% accurate. What else do we got on Saturday as we head into the before later 3.30 Before kicks? we move on, is WVU going to be a uh, ACC member by 2023? I would say no, maybe by 2025. I don't know what their TV contracts and stuff are looking like, but it all revolves around that shit, I feel like. Yep. Jamison? Uh yeah, I, I, eventually they will be. It just makes too much sense for them not to be. Graphically, I mean, right there. Yeah, it makes too much, especially with the Big We're Twelve. Like right in the of both of them. You got it. Both those two schools. So moving on down to Saturday, any other kickoffs we have around the three thirty mark on Saturday in this first week of full college football that we want to talk about. How well, about we were talking about the uh, Raging Cajuns yeah. against the Longhorns. That's a good one. These two teams played last year, and I, or was it the year before last year, where the Raging Cajuns actually beat Texas? Louisiana, 23rd ranked team in the country, going to Texas, 21st team in the country in Austin, Texas. Texas is favored by nine. Nine? Nine? That's an interesting number. Louisiana has been doing some big things down there in the last couple of years. Coaching like change in Texas, right? It's Coaching change number. in Texas. Yeah. Um, give me Louisiana to cover the th- nine points. Nine. <laughs> nine <laughs> one. Weird spread for me anyway. Right now, I'm staying away from this game. I I would tend to side with you, Jameson. I think the Raging Cajuns will keep it tight. I think it, they, who knows? It might even they might be able to go down there and and pull off an upset. They're just a solid program year in year out. They've never gotten this much love though. This is nine, I think Sarkeesian. I, I do think Sarkeesian's group is going to be able to put up a shitload of points, but not this first week. Sarkeesian in his first year at Texas. Is he going to be drinking on the sidelines like he was at USC? I, that's probably frowned upon. <laughs> I just I'm just saying when you have a new coach coming into a new program with high standards of Texas and you're going against a team like Louisiana who's on the up and up consistent that's I give me I like Louisiana. It. I like it too. All right, what other games do we have heading into the Saturday evening? Uh it looks like let's see, let's see what's catching we, my we eye. Here's a lot of games here. I feel like yeah. we need to 7 p.m. kick, Texas Tech, Houston, Texas Tech favored by a point and a half. That's a toss-up. Texas Tech going to Houston. Should be, a, you know, Texas Tech likes to throw that ball around all over the field. Anybody have any? Uh, it's a Texas kickoff game, so it's actually in Dallas, I believe. Give me no, Houston. 
It's in Houston, Texas Stadium. I'll take Houston. I'll take Houston as well. I don't know anything about this program. Sure, I'll tell you pass. one thing. I think Houston's going to end up pounding some fucking teams this year. Huh. I'm with you. I don't know anything about him. I'm ready. I'm excited to watch him too, and then judge for myself. But I don't know anything about him, so I can't take that action here. Right All right, now. let's get into juicy stuff. The fifth ranked Georgia Bulldogs go down to Charlotte to meet up with the Clemson Tigers, third ranked team in the country. The Tigers of Clemson are favored by three. Neutral site in Charlotte, North Carolina, Bank of America Stadium. Clemson breaking in a new quarterback. Uh, Clemson projected to win the ACC, as always, and to be a college football playoff team. What are you all thinking here? I think that Georgia's going to beat them and beat them soundly. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Very hot take right there. I like that. I do. And what's your reasons behind that? Is it the the Georgia defense? Or or is it because I guess it's I think Georgia's going to beat them up front on both sides of the ball. In the trenches? Yeah. Interesting. 100%. And Clemson's breaking in a, a quarterback who played very well at Notre Dame last year and then one other start. Um, yeah, he played well. He he stepped in for Trevor Lawrence for a good two, three full games. I mean, he started and he won played, every he, game except for the Notre and, Dame game. And it's not that they're just replacing Trevor Lawrence. They're also replacing Travis Etienne. So give me Georgia to cover that particular line, 100%. Very confident in that one. Give me the Clemson Tigers. And I'll also take Clemson and their quarterback. I'll try to pronounce the name. I apologize. DJ Uyunglele. DJ (laughs) Ugalele. Ugalele. I don't know. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. So I get three points on that one, right? But – but Georgia's got that JT Daniels kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, Georgia's got JT Daniels, who... Three points, yeah, what the hell. Yeah. Georgia, can't, Georgia can't make it a 13-10 game. Clemson's going to... They're going to put up numbers on them. I think Georgia's going to win by double digits. Wow. Personally. Then I'll probably personally, if it's whatever the dog there they are on the money line here, I'll probably bet because I like your confidence. Yeah. I like it. What a big game, though, start week one. That the. the that's a, that's a beaut. That's an absolute beaut for Saturday night. Wow. I will say this. Some good football. Georgia has been very slow in moving the ball and putting up points in games over the last couple of years. They've been really hanging their hat on the defense. I don't know if JT Daniels is the quarterback That's what I'm saying. It's not going to be a 13-10 game, right? Uh, it's not. I Maybe feel like JT Daniels slings a little better than Jake Fromm or what have you. I, I think Clemson comes out quicker <laughs> offensively. Um in my opinion, and, and I think they win by 10, 14 points. But that's just me. That's why we're betting paper. Absolutely. Double paper. I'm, I'm actually very confident in Georgia winning this game, saying, you know, handedly. All right. I think I only see one more big game we need to talk about on the schedule here. Virgin- actually- it's not Virginia, William & Mary, is it? No. <laughs> that, I, mean, that, I mean, it's relevant to RG, I don't even have a spread here for Virginia, William & Mary. <laughs> I was going to skip right to the Sunday game. 7.30 p.m. Is that game being played in Tallahassee, Florida? It is. The ninth-ranked Fighting Irish. Irish. traveling down to Tallahassee to face the Seminoles. Notre Dame looks like I got a favorite at 7.5. I don't like the line at all. They got the hook in there. 
Yeah, I don't like the line. Notre Dame never plays well game one. I do. No, never. I do. Florida State has been dog shit. They have been dog shit. They have been dog shit. Notre Dame has been getting to the fucking college but playoff. But the thing is, it, look at that. Gentlemen, what you all have to realize here is a lot of these programs who haven't recruited well over the last five or six years are now taking advantage of the transfer portal. And Florida State's one of those particular teams. And they've been picking people from Clemson, Georgia, Florida State, or not Florida State, but Florida and Alabama. I mean, they've right. got talent. Taking those other guys that are unhappy in other places mm-hmm. that are super talented. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you're going to come in here and play. Well, Florida State, I mean, they have a brand. like Yeah. So, Notre Dame has a transfer quarterback coming in, and uh, Jack Cohn, right? Yeah, exactly. So, there's a lot of hype around him. Florida's- Not a whole lot of hype. I wouldn't necessarily say hype. I mean, it's more just kind of, it, it, it's more reserved. Like, you know, Jack Cohn's not someone who's going to come in and, and flash you, right? He's not a Derek King or someone like that who's going to come in and make a shitload of plays. He's going to come in, he's going to run the offense. And I hope that they open the offense up a little bit, give their playmakers a chance to actually make some plays, and then just route them. But I'm skeptical. Yeah. I think think Florida State may end up covering this. I do, too. Just simply because of talent and it being game one and Notre Dame not being a team that excels in game one. And they lost. Are you all seeing the same? They lost about 400 starts on their offensive line, too. Y'all seen the same Florida State team I've seen from the previous years? A loss to Pitt. 11 7 2020. Less, what's that? Eight and nine months ago? Yeah. 41 to 17. A loss to Louisville. 48 to 16. This team, I don't know. I guess it's a fresh start, and that's a good thing for them. But I got no Notre Dame rolling them up. Really? Yeah, I'll take that action on both you guys any day of the week. Give me Florida State. All right, I'm going to stay away from this game. I'm going to stay away from it. I, I, I understand. Yeah. Give me Florida State. One game that we did. Can make a $10 bet oh, for us then? Yeah, make it a 10. First, Let's go. first double up. Yeah, yeah I, think there's enough, I think there's enough talent to start the season. Notre Dame is a team that typically likes to get settled in as the season goes in October, November. Florida State will have enough talent to hang during that first game. One game we did pass on Saturday I wanted to just touch on before we wrap up this podcast, LSU 16th-ranked Tigers going to UCLA, who looked really, really, really good against Hawaii. Yeah, when is I that know game? that. That is Saturday night at oh. 8.30 in the Rose Bowl, and the Tigers are coming against a UCLA game, a team that has a game under their belt and who looked really good under Chip Kelly today. What do you all think about that game? LSU's favored by three and a half. I don't know. Don't ask me because I thought Hawaii was going to flip and cover at 18. Right? And like, I don't even know what the final was. I think was. that's they just a really – I, I don't have a bet, but, man, that game looks really interesting. Um, ever since LSU won – Where's that game at? It's going in UCLA. To Los Angeles. All right. Give me UCLA. 100%. What's, what's the spread? Three and a half. I'll take UCLA. Doesn't matter. I think UCLA they're going to win the game out. UCLA getting three and a half points? Yeah. No, LSU, yeah. LSU's favored by three and a half. Wow, from what I saw today. (laughs) It was Hawaii. It was Hawaii, but you got to remember. They didn't come out and overlook Hawaii. They took care of fucking business today. Pardon my language. Give me the Tigers. All right. 
I will take UCLA. Yes, please. Very interesting game. <laughs> Once again, UCLA had a terrible year last year. So I get three and a half points with UCLA. Is that correct? That's somebody, correct. somebody help me remember what UCLA's record was last year. Not very good. What? How many? How, many, think, wins, how many wins do y'all think they have? Uh, I, I mean, shit. How many games? Did five, they six, play? between five uh, and seven. But. You also got to remember. Phil, are you on like UCLA? Were, looks like they were five and five. Yes, I'm on UCLA all day. Final game of the college football weekend Monday, Labor Day, September sixth. Louisville goes to Old Miss. Neither team is ranked. Old Miss having some uh, momentum in the recruiting. Uh, Louisville uh, known to have some talented players on offense the last couple of years under a new head coach in year three. From App State. App State. I can't think of his name off the top Scott of Scott Satterfield. Scott Satterfield. Thank you. Yes, they're so good with these coaches' names. So, do I'll you think, think Satterfield? That's a useless knowledge. A I lot. A lot of people are saying Satterfield's on the hot seat, even though it's year three. I think he kind of underperformed He's not last on the hot year. Seat. He ended up. He underperformed last year, but everybody did due to COVID. But Ole Miss well, is favored by nine. with some other jobs. Ole Miss is favored by nine, nine and a half. Nine and a half. And the over-under in that game is 75 and oh, a half. I can half. Louisville. I feel like they always just put up points. Ole Miss just slides No defense. Around, right? No defense. And you got no. Lane Kiffin and Old Miss hey. who dropped like what? Over 40 against Alabama last year? I'll tell you what. I'm going to be drafting so, some of their – this game's going to be high-flying. Sure. Kick it back. Put some burgers and dogs in the grill on a Labor Day night. You're going to have a lot of touchdowns scored. Do you think Louisville can hang with Old Miss and keep it within the nine and a half spread? No. I don't think so either. No clue. <laughs> that you haven't stamped it. Stamp it. No action on the last game. Boys, welcome back to college football. We have a college football fantasy draft tomorrow. We had an NFL draft tonight. Do you have anything else to add? That was that was a bunch of rambling if I've ever heard it before. Yeah, if you're listening to this, <laughs> we appreciate you. Just- it, look, if you took any time... I think there are some good bets hidden in there, honestly. Like, we all kind of agreed, maybe talk some shit out. Like, that's weird. If you took any time to listen to this, you should check yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Questions and decisions you're making. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, I'll say this. Hokies, Braxton Burmeister stays healthy at quarterback. All the ones stay healthy. We're a 10-win team. We don't stay healthy. We're ten win team. Yeah, I do. Nine ten wins. Wow. If we don't Full stay predictions. If we don't stay healthy, I, I think we should play some. Hey, we bet on we that. need we need to go over that schedule. If any if any hey, starter gets hurt minutes, but. and is out for more than one game, we're like a eight seven win team. Ooh, that. All right, hold up, Phil. Go ahead. I don't know. I just had. I was thinking about something else actually. <laughs> but. <laughs> Virginia Tech's going to lose this week, right? I think you're going to be surprised. How many wins? Ten? Is that what he said? Nine to ten if they stay a oh, hundred. I said nine to ten if they stay a hundred percent healthy that throughout man. the whole year, that which isn't going to happen. That doesn't happen for any team. It doesn't happen to any team. So I, I think I tell you what, if they don't win at least eight, oh, as yeah, much as eight, much yeah. as I don't, I'm, as much as I love Justin Fuente, if they don't win at least eight, if they don't win gone. eight, is Fuente gone? I I think if he you're, wins you're seven or less, he's gone. That's we got to look at the schedule. All right, go Hokies.
College football degenerates coming at you live. Do you? Well, how many wins do you think Notre Dame wins? Pat? I'm going ten. I think. Yeah, I think they win ten. All right, that's a lot. Uh, Phil, Michigan. Oh, probably seven. Over under six and a half, seven. I'll say this. I'm getting pretty conservative. The floor for Virginia Tech is seven. The ceiling is ten. I will also agree if Michigan wins seven games, Jim Harbaugh should be out there. You heard it here first on the Cover 3U podcast, College Football Degenerates. Virginia Tech's allegedly won in ten games. Sorry, 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 you. I didn't say that. We stay healthy. We stay healthy. We don't stay healthy seven. Go Hokies. Cover 3U, College Football Degenerates. I'm going to wreck you guys. I'm just calling it so much football.